This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Sorry, everyone. No more meat. What? You can't have it. What? So cancel those barbecues and stock up on that salad. What? Who would do that? The whole country is being forced to go vegetarian thanks to President Biden. Biden? Thanks, Biden. Uh, uh, only that's not what's happening, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the current president, despite members of the Republican Party absolutely losing their minds and riling up their base over the past few days regarding a completely made-up, non-existent ban on eating meat. But what if I want to be mad at something, even if it isn't real? Well, you're free to do that. Okay, good. Yeah. Damn uh, it, Biden! The Biden law banning meat is just another in a growing list of complete fabrications shared far and wide by members of the GOP meant to piss people off, most of whom won't follow up and realize that it was almost immediately refuted, uh, resulting in at least some talking heads having to issue retractions and apologies. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, every, everyone's just like, did you hear Biden? He's banning meat. He's trying to make it so we can't eat our meat anymore. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to eat two burgers tonight and I'm going to post a picture of it on social media so that all those liberals AOC look at this look at this AOC with your green new deal actually no sir that was uh, that was proven false he never said that and it's not a part of any of his administration's initiatives at all I don't know sounds like something that he and his liberal democrat friends would do I, I tell you what he can take my steak my well done steak <laughs> from my cold dead hands but he's but it, it's going to be slippery because it's covered in ketchup that's right well, so again, yeah, the rumor is not true. Nobody's banning meat or how much or selling you how much meat you can consume. That has not been proposed at all by the current uh, administration in this country. Uh, but despite this news being debunked, let, let's look at where this whole rumor started and how it spread to show how quickly this actual fake news can get out of hand. Mm -hmm. So it all started on Thursday of last week when British tabloid, Mind your own fucking business. <laughs> yeah. British tabloid, the Daily Mail, ran an article with a headline that read, How Biden's climate plan could limit you to eat just one burger a month. The Brits are still so upset about the fact that they, uh, they, they don't get the same taste out of their fish and chips because there was like a law that said that you can't put it in actual newspaper. <laughs> there was a whole thing recently about how they, one of the things about voting for Brexit was like, finally, we can get uh, our fish and chips in newspaper again. There was a, yeah, the, the Brexit, like, post-mortem, uh, people had some weird reasons, like, going back to uh, the old British monetary system, which I had no idea was as fucking stupid as it is, but it's like, you know how, like, we have a decimal system for our, uh, mm -hmm. for the only thing Americans have a, a actual, like, decimal measurement system for is our money. Yeah. But over in Britain, before the euro, it was like, the amount of pence that added up to, like, a pound was like, this fucking weird mathematical thing. Yeah. And people, they, they miss that. They they miss uh, having to do, like, weird mental math. And they miss the taste of that ink. Yeah. Um, so, look, stay out of our fucking food, you Brits. But anyways, uh, this, this headline from the Daily Mail, uh, it was in response to statements that Biden made during a climate summit where he made a pledge to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by up to 52% by the year 2030. Uh, in their own article, the Daily Mail goes on to say that, quote, while Biden hasn't released details on what life could look like for Americans, experts and recent studies have laid out what would need to change by 2030 to reach the goal. Uh, then comes a very big, bold infographic, which leads with red meat. 
uh, and follows up with, Americans may have to cut their red meat consumption by a whopping 90% and cut their consumption of other animal-based foods in half. Gradually making those changes by 2030 could see diet-related greenhouse gas emissions reduced by 50%, according to a study by Michigan University's Center for Sustainable Systems. To do that, it would require Americans to only consume about four pounds of red meat per year, or 0.18 ounces per day. It equates to consuming roughly one average-sized burger per month. Oh, no. One burger a month? Well, that's fucking nuts. Let's yeah. run with that. Let's get people pissed off. They can only have one burger per month. Oh, and man. I can't wait to hit send on this tweet and just see chaos ensue. And God forbid you want, you want to lay down a ribeye. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going <laughs> to... We're going to have to tax that ribeye, sir. Mm-hmm. You were being taxed. Uh, well, this should go without saying that, like, yeah, like... Emissions from operating factory farms and emissions oh, real from cattle. Bad. It's very bad. Yeah, we do eat too much meat, but like, yeah, this is just this is taking some completely separate information and applying it yeah. to this other information over there, and just being like, see, he wants to take away your burgers. And uh, for clarity, we both eat meat and yeah, and I love just grilling. I just bought a huge tri-tip this morning <laughs> that I'm very excited to smoke yeah. and grill. Yeah, meat is. Very I, and so if this were true, it would piss both of us yeah, off. Yeah, I would be upset. I, probably not as upset as a lot of these other people. <laughs> yeah. But like also, I don't know. I I I I see why uh, we probably should eat less meat, everyone, and yeah. uh, the people who have managed to cut meat out of their diets entirely. I'm actually pretty envious of because yeah. that would be very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this none of this was mentioned. This taking your meat away stuff was not mentioned by Biden or his administration at all. It was just thrown into some news, some British news about <laughs> Biden. Stay out of our business. <laughs> some news about Biden's climate goals in the fucking Daily Mail, because a study that was published before Biden was even president said that hypothetically, if we reduce meat consumption, it would reduce emissions. Yeah. A lot of red yarn here. Yes. Uh, even Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack had to come out on Monday with an official statement which read, there is no effort designed to limit people's intake of beef coming out of President Biden's White House or USDA. Sometimes in the political world, games get played and issues are injected into the conversation knowing full well that there's no factual basis. <laughs> I'm glad that he tossed that in there at the end. Like, th there's a reason people are spreading this. Yeah. 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 But the headline, it was there. The story, uh, the study, I guess, backed it up. And mm -hmm. uh, anyone who wanted to make the talking point of Biden's taking my meat away yeah. and spread it online... Could do so because it was tied to Biden in bold print on an article in a respectable newspaper from Britain where everyone's smart and, and talks real, real eloquently. Yeah. So, yeah, must be true. And that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia Congresswoman and QAnon supporter Marjorie Taylor Greene called him the Hamburglar. <laughs> that's kind of funny. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and added that no burgers for thee, but just for me with a shocking photo of Joe Biden enjoying a hamburger. How dare he? They did this shame, the same shit with like uh, AOC when like the first draft of the Green New Deal, Green New Deal went out, which had a section about like, hey, cutting down on uh, factory farming of cattle would do go a long way towards, uh, you know, saving climate. And like immediately just like, is this you eating a Burger, AOC? Flying on an airplane? Hypocritical much? Yeah. Wearing something besides a potato sack? <laughs> Some uh, socialist yeah. you are. Yeah. Uh, so, And she also, uh, immediately after that, someone was very quick to mock something up that she just had to retweet. And that was a photoshopped image of Joe Biden as the Hamburglar, the famous McDonald's character. That's hilarious. It, 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 look, it's if it's it were true, funny. if it were true, great tweet. I like, Terrible person. I like the idea that 
Biden is taking away everyone's meat so he can have it to himself. Yes, exactly. He's <laughs> hoarding, hoarding it for himself because he loves hamburgers so much. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the other crazy in Congress, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, or is it Boebert? I don't know. I love Boebert. Yeah. Sounds like a fake name. Lauren Boebert, the QAnon, the other QAnon Congresswoman from Colorado, whose restaurant, uh, as you recall, gave people bloody diarrhea. And um, I wouldn't trust her around any kind of food. Yeah, she really shouldn't be around. Yeah, food, especially mm-hmm. red meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, quote, Joe Biden's climate plan includes cutting 90 percent of red meat from our diets by 2030. They want to limit us to about four pounds a year. Why doesn't Joe stay out of my kitchen? <laughs> and that, that's another like that's more direct of uh, just like not even dancing around the issue, just saying it as fact. Joe Biden's climate plan wants yeah. you to like is taking meat away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. got in on the fun, oh, of course uh, he did. publicly disclosing just how much meat he can handle, saying, I'm pretty sure I ate four pounds of red meat yesterday. That's going to be a hard no for me. OK, look, that's a like, lot of meat. like I said, I enjoy I enjoy a delicious steak. I enjoy some well-prepared beef. Four pounds of beef that's... is like you are going to have diarrhea for like two straight days. That's, that's an like, insane amount. of Donald meat. Trump Jr. is Bobby Hill. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of meat. No. I, I love how Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. is basically now just the world's shittiest Instagram influencer. Yeah. Just, uh, any issue that comes up, hey guys, remember me? hear about this? Yeah, he's like, he's just, at this point, just a provocateur. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to say whatever the most titillating thing possible about he, this He'll is. just, he literally will just check the, like, trending tab. Yeah. And make a video about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, another character... We've talked about before. He tweeted out a screenshot of a graphic that was running on Fox News, which also alluded to the idea that Biden was coming for their meat, adding, not going to happen in Texas. Texas is where you can get a single four pound steak. So, yeah, <laughs> I understand if you if will kill the cow in front of you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not going to taste as good. I mean, there is <laughs> an I mean, aging process. There is an aging process to the beef. But if you, if you want it right <laughs> off the fucking bone, I guess. Sure. Fine. Uh, Have it your way. But while all of those were merely tweets that eventually would have trickled down to everyday voters who don't sit on Twitter all day, the real spread of this meat ban came from the place Greg Abbott got his screenshotted graphic from, Fox News, a company who at least claims to be an actual news organization. And it did come from a part of the day where they at least attempt to provide news and not just a bunch of opinion shows like Tucker Carlson and Hannity. Like, there's a sliver of the afternoon where it's not like whatever the, it's called like the five. It's in between the all yeah, the opinion it's like shows. Brett Bayer for like forty five minutes. Yeah, in the and some of the other night. guy. It used to be yeah. like Shepard Smith. Yeah, it used to be Shep Smith. Um, anyways, they ran the story tying it to Biden and produced the graphic that was shown in Greg Abbott's tweet, and by doing so, informed every Fox viewer watching that Biden was coming for their red meat. They put they certainly put quite a spin on this meat news. It's a meat a real spin. Re- meat spin, as they say. Fox News, classic meat spinners. No, this is a no meat spin zone. <laughs> Fox News uh, would definitely be a no meat spin zone. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, the Fox coverage, it continued on uh, former economic advisor to Donald Trump, Larry Kudlow's show over on Fox Business, where he went off on the meat ban once again and then said that soon enough, everyone will be forced to drink plant-based beer. What? A beer that didn't even bleed? Uh, look, that's where, you, that's where I draw the line. No plant-based Vegan beer. Vegan beer? Ew. Unbelievable. No. Uh, anyway, for their part, Fox News and John Roberts of America Reports, the show where the, the segment originally aired, uh, they finally issued a correction three days later after they'd gotten 
half the people in this country just piping mad. That dude, he, there's so many people that are going to get like colon cancer and heart disease from this past weekend where they did like Don Jr. my did. last chance to ever eat meat. Now I'm taking they it just all look away. like Goku just downing it. Oh, beef, I love you. I'm going to miss you so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, they issued the correction. Three days later, uh, they said, quote, a graphic and a script incorrectly implied that it was part of Biden's plan for dealing with climate change. That is not the case. Oops. Oops. On to the next story. Uh, though all the tweets from members of Congress, the governor of Texas, and the fail son of our ex-president, they're all still up without any correction as of when we filmed. They, they're probably still, you know, I mean, if you're, dotting their eyes and crossing their teeth. If you're Marjorie Taylor Greene, you're not going to delete that absolute banger calling him the hamburger. No. This is how she... This is how she got where she is today. This, is this exact kind of hysteria. Mm -hmm. it's, it's her bread and butter. Uh, it's her bread and butter and meat. <laughs> Next thing there comes from my butter. Yeah. Because it's a meat byproduct. Anyway, this all just goes to show how quickly and rapidly stuff like this can spread. And uh, it's also another example of Republicans having uh, just fighting over stuff that isn't even real and won't affect anyone. Yeah. Because it's not real. It just it makes their base angry. So it works in rallying them up against people for no reason. Yeah, like how uh, like the, the Dr. Seuss thing was that was oh, that, that was because of Democrats. Joe Biden's taking away green eggs and ham. Yeah, even when, though that wasn't the book. Yeah, and the real reason was just the the publishing company who owns the rights to it. it's like somewhat quietly just pulled a bunch of titles. Uh, that also, Hasbro's like, by the way, this is the potato family now. Uh, we have a wide range of potato products. Yeah. Oh, they're taking his dick away. Anyway, yeah, there's plenty of very real policy decisions and plans that Republicans could be arguing with this administration about and informing their constituents about. Yeah. There's a big infrastructure plan. Uh, but, you know, instead of trying to find common ground and stuff like climate change, it all just immediately boils over into half the country is trying to say that you can't have hamburgers. They're trying to take away your meat. Steak and shake in shambles. Shake Shack. Sorry, I get them confused. Shake Shack's the popular one. Steak and shake, grew up with it. Delicious. The steak burgers. Uh, not as prominent, uh, especially on this side of the country. Don't we have we have Steak and Shake real close? By? Yeah, but it's like a weird version of it. It's like a franchise. I don't yeah, I don't yeah. think it's actually. It's fine. It's a little expensive. Yeah. So, well, so is Shake Shack is way overpriced. Yeah, I think Shake Shack's like twelve dollars for a meal. That it, people can dog on in and out all day, but in and out hasn't changed their fucking prices meal. in like twenty five years. Yeah, it's weird, but uh, yeah, that's that's where they get pushed over the line into the S tier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, hey, let's move over to some good news. The United States, sorry, Canada and gosh, a, a lot of other places. Uh, Brazil. Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, for the UK and United States. Uh, sorry, everyone else. Uh, look, the United States continues to do a damn good job when it comes to vaccine availability and people actually getting their jab. Uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is back on the menu. It's like the McRib. It's yeah. back. <laughs> we took it away for a little bit, so people really wanted it, and we brought it back. Uh, it's back on the menu alongside Pfizer and Moderna, and in many cities around the country, you can now just walk up and receive the vaccine instead of having to make an appointment, which is very convenient for people that don't uh, have access to the internet or yeah. other problems that might arise. Uh, it, it's great that this is the availability is this open. Uh, in a lot of cities, not all, uh, but with the increase in vaccinations and decrease in infection rate, hospitalizations, and deaths in a majority of the areas in this country, there's some outliers like Michigan is not doing great, but the majority is going down. We are finally starting to see the CDC issue some less restrictive guidelines for everyone so that we can continue on the path back to normal. On Tuesday of this week, the CDC announced that people who are fully vaccinated can feel safe attending most outdoor events 
uh, but they still recommend wearing a mask if you're going to an outdoor event where lots of people will be present, like an outdoor concert or a sporting event. But hey, look, if you're going outside, you, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. And Good. Uh, that's Which, great. I mean, I've been doing it just as a courtesy. Like, if I'm walking my fucking dog and no one is on the street, like, yeah, I no don't re- need to be wearing There's a mask. no reason to at I'm all. I'm just doing it in case someone happens to pop out of somewhere. And, well, like, with the guidelines we're about to get to, the indoor stuff, like, you go to the store and stuff like that, you're doing it because nobody knows who's vaccinated and right. who's not. It's a, it's, a courtesy it's a courtesy because you're a nice person and you don't want other people to get upset yeah. or whatever else. It, you're being nice. Like <laughs> That's too much to ask. I know. Uh, so when indoors, masks are still recommended by the CDC, but according to their charts, you can feel safe doing pretty much anything, including including going back to the movie theater, gyms, or restaurants. Mm-hmm. They have a handy infographic for all of this, but it basically boils down to, uh, if you're vaccinated, you are relatively safe to return to normal activities. But if there's a bunch of people around, and uh, especially if you're indoors, it's best to still wear your mask. Yes. If you're not vaccinated, indoor activities with other people of any kind are still risky, but the guidelines for outdoor activities have become less restrictive. Yeah, so... There you go. That's that's good news. For, this is good. Yeah. You if everyone gets vaccinated right now, where we this can this. all be fucking over. We can end this. Uh, but this far into the pandemic, people have already decided whatever the hell they want to do and which risks they're going to take. And nothing right now is going to change their minds, especially people who never took the pandemic seriously and refused to get vaccinated. Uh, you know, Ted Nugent, uh, or people that haven't gotten it and uh, have, despite the risks. Luckily, not gotten it. It's like, well, I'm not going to start wearing a mask now. Yeah. But it, they should, you should get vaccinated regardless. Uh, it is reassuring to see things uh, getting more back to normal in an official level, though. That's a, very reassuring. Uh, but also in good vaccine news, it's looking more and more likely that those who are fully vaccinated don't pose a risk of potentially infecting someone who isn't vaccinated. Yeah, we, and this has been sort of confirmed over and over again by but, different studies. But it's it, it, the fact that it keeps getting confirmed is... Good in science. You want to your yes. results to happen. The thing is, is uh, we are uh, we are five months into the year, and the data is literally still being written. Yeah, uh, but it is good that it has shown still that this is happening, um, which is great. Uh, in a John Hopkins Q and A with infections, infectious disease expert Dr. Ames Adalia, uh, he said the following quote. The emerging data confirms what many of us thought would be the case, that not only do the vaccines stop symptomatic COVID, but they also make it highly unlikely that someone can even be infected at all. I think the preponderance of that evidence supports the fact that vaccinated individuals are not able to spread the virus. Hell yeah. Which is great. I, my parents, I love them, but uh, you know, they have their beliefs and I, I really want to see them, but I don't want me to be like the scapegoat of like, like, in case, if they got infected after I visited, it would be my fault and not the fault that they haven't changed their lives one iota. There was a fucking Ask Reddit uh, this past week. I can't remember what the question was, but it was, it was like doctors and nurses of Reddit. Uh, you know, who, what's the most, like, in-denial COVID patient you had over the past year? And it was just a bunch of doctors and nurses talking about people, uh, younger people, who got came in feeling really sick. They're like, you have COVID? And they're like, no, I don't. Fuck you. I'm out of here. And they went home and then they were back like three days later when it got when shit really hit the fan and they lived through it. But man, they also got their parents uh, sick and the parents didn't live through it. And it's just like multiple stories of that where it's just like, yeah, you have a good chance of living. The older the immunocompromised in your life, much less so. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Lots of heartbreaking stories uh, uh, in January because of Thanksgiving. Yep. 
Uh, yep. And then, yeah, continuing to February because of Christmas. It's It was... It sucks. Uh, but it's good to know that it is... If you are fully vaccinated, not very likely that you would be able to pass it on. To Highly someone. unlikely. Highly yeah. unlikely. Now, of course, we should point out that, you know, the vaccines, they're not a silver bullet. They don't offer 100% protection. Uh, with Moderna and Pfizer, it's over 90%. Johnson Johnson, slightly less. And uh, all three protect against severe symptoms, hospitalization, and death. Mm-hmm. So you, you might still get COVID, but it's almost certainly, if you do... In the, the slim chance you get COVID while vaccinated, it's highly likely that it will be asymptomatic, asymptomatic or mild. Yeah, yes. very mild. And also, it's been shown that people with long COVID, long COVID, uh, have had their symptoms reduced by getting the vaccine. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, some COVID cases have shown up in fully vaccinated people, but those cases are exceedingly rare, and many have been shown to have been contracted before or during the vaccination time frame. So it's definitely important not to let your guard down until it's been Two weeks since your second dose of Moderna or Pfizer, or two weeks since your one and only dose of the old Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. A lot of reports of people like, uh, uh, six people, but still, the numbers are so low. It's like six people got COVID after, and it's like, oh, well, technically they contracted it around a week after their first shot. And that's out of like, what, 100 million people? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah it, it's extremely low. Um, yeah. So, But that the good news is that, it, hey, look, it looks like vaccines work. So Crazy. Get it. I, um, there is a, I need to read up more on this, but the you know these new vaccines they're like some of the first examples of uh, mRNA, mRNA, yeah, which is, like, opens the door to a lot yeah, of potential and, like, cures the, and treatments. The story of like the, how mRNA was developed is like fascinating. It's like the I think it was a woman who first was like mainly responsible for the research behind it, and just like for years, the scientific community was just like, nah, that'll never work. And it's like so finally fucking vindicated. That's what's crazy. Now they're about using this it like they're using it for like an AIDS vaccine and like a bunch of other shit that was not this really is, possible before. We are witnessing the technological marvel of our generation. Yeah, it's uh, crazy how they can put such a tiny five G Bill Gates <laughs> inside my veins. I, I look, you <laughs> joke, but what I'm saying is like this is on the level of the moon landing. This is something that science has done in a very like rapid amount of time that is going to change lives forever. Yeah, and the way the mRNA vaccines actually work is super interesting mm-hmm. too. Uh, the the best explanation I saw on Twitter, which sort of repurposes a uh, a viral Twitter tweet, is that. Uh, mRNA vaccines work by uh, making up a guy, telling your immune system about it, and your immune system getting mad at that made-up guy. Yeah. And he shows up again, like, nah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Anyways, uh, before we get into the rest of the episode with stories about CEOs tripping on LSD, a, and also a specifically Canadian internet issue, and also an X-rated moment from a 20-year-old children's film going viral, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Elliot. Show them who it is. Let me get the box. You know them. You love them. It's Magic, magic spoon. spoon. I got the peanut butter here. Mm, magic Spoon flavor. is delicious cereal for people who care about their health and don't want any surprises in their box of cereal outside of how surprisingly great this good-for-you cereal tastes. Look, we all love cereal growing up, but as you grow older, you start focusing more on what's in your food and what you should and shouldn't be eating. And that's why Magic Spoon is perfect. I'll wait for Elliot to take a little bite here so he can oh, save the next wow. line. Uh, it is delicious cereal, and it's without all of that baggage attached to it. So Magic Spoon has, sorry, mm. Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, fourteen grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Also, only one hundred and forty calories. And you can try a bunch of Magic Spoon's best-selling flavors in a four-flavor variety pack featuring cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Or you can build your own. Uh, we personally love 
the peanut butter flavor yeah. as well as their cinnamon. Uh, they've also got some newer flavors that uh, I don't even know are publicly. Yeah, we might have been yet. beta testing them. Yeah, yeah, we may have been beta testing some flavors, they're, they're but they good. are very good. You should get excited. Um, yeah, they all taste like are basically identical to the regular cereal flavors from your childhood, but with the added bonus of being uh, super nutritious because it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So click the link below to grab a variety pack and try it today, and be sure to use the promo code TODAYDAILY at checkout to get $5 off any order. Or you can just go to magicspoon.com slash TODAYDAILY. Um, but by the way, Magic Spoon, they are so confident in their product, it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So click the link below or head to the link uh, magicspoon.com slash todaydaily. Use that code todaydaily for $5 off your order. Save $5 today and use our link. All right. There you I go. I wish I could eat this whole bowl, but we got news. All right, now back into the news with one of the most Canadian stories Hello. that we've ever heard in quite a while. Yeah. So, a rural town in British Columbia was just completely taken offline for 36 hours straight this past weekend when local beavers <laughs> chewed through the area's internet cables, stole them, and use them to build their dam. What? <laughs> what? I'm a beaver. It's what I fucking do. <laughs> hey, look, these people put you shouldn't have left to sit. <laughs> they put some delicious cabling under the ground here that we can take. Oh, look how well it holds things up. It really, it really dams well. Mm -hmm. From CBS News, the outage wreaked havoc on the internet, cable television, and local cell phone service of the about a thousand Telus customers in Tumblr Ridge, British Columbia. The service provider described the 36-hour outage as a very rare and uniquely Canadian disruption. <laughs> yeah, it comes with the territory. Yeah, you know, the beavers. Yeah. I mean, I, no one here is really upset. They all kind of just, you know, it gave us an opportunity to go outside and say hey to the neighbors. We were so impressed, it's hard to be even mad about it. Actually, if you're in Canada, maybe don't go say hi to your neighbors because things are still kind of bad up there. No. Anyways, the spokesperson for the local ISP told the news outlet, quote, Our team immediately worked to identify the location of the damage and discovered that the cause of this fiber cut is fairly unique. Beavers have chewed through our fiber cable at multiple points, causing extensive damage. Our team located a nearby dam, and it appears the beavers dug underground alongside the creek to reach our cable, which is buried about three feet underground and protected by a 4.5-inch thick <laughs> conduit. Damn, they really... <laughs> they got into it. <laughs> yeah. They got into it, and they survived uh, any kind of, uh, I guess, electricity doesn't go through it, but it, it's they, you bite into it, and you're like, mm, damn, tastes like hardcore it's got, pornography. It's got a nice little zip to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were able to get things back up and running after a lengthy outage, uh, and we assume that they didn't mess with the dam the beavers built, because who knows what an angry, vindictive beaver is capable of, especially when they've already dismantled vital infrastructure completely unprompted. Yeah. Never mess with an eager beaver. Never. No. But speaking of innuendo, yeah, for reasons we can only assume uh, relate to a sudden increase in interest uh, due to the film's 20th anniversary, some internet sleuths have apparently discovered an X-rated moment in one of the most beloved children's films of all time, Shrek. So yes, Shrek officially turned 20 recently. Mm -hmm. Feel old yet? <laughs> and uh, despite this movie developing a cult following since its initial release, somehow the discovery of some hidden sexual imagery keeps popping up in news feeds every couple of years. Yeah, this is nothing new. It's just 20th anniversary, time to bring this thing back yeah. up. So this, yeah, this year was no exception, and uh, coupled with the film's anniversary and how easy it is to share, thanks to video embedding on Twitter and TikTok, this subtle moment was once again thrust into everyone's faces. So let's just uh, try and get away with showing you the clip uh, slightly altered. Lord Farquaad gets an erection. Yeah, so... Uh, you can sort of make out the stiffy rising in the blanket after he asks the mirror to show him the princess. Uh, and then he looks down at his raging boner and 
cuts away, but you presume that he masturbates to, to completion. completion. Yeah. Yes. Again, this has been known by Shrek heads for a while. Yeah, come on. It clips of this moment have existed on YouTube for years, so this is nothing new to us Shrek heads. But uh, it still resulted in a whole bunch of headlines about the naughty addition to the film. Um, it doesn't seem like people were mad. They were just like, yeah, I mean, it's it's Shrek. It's, it's not really... I don't look at Shrek and I don't I don't see a kids movie because I was a I see a timeless film. Yeah, a timeless film. So if, if Lord Farquaad, a bad person, gets a bad boner in it, that's just part of filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's the business. Anyway, finally today, a uh, a tech CEO got ousted from his two billion dollar company for doing tech CEO shit. Mm -hmm. From Forbes. The co-founder and chief executive of the multi-billion dollar marketing startup Iterable says he was ousted from the company after microdosing on LSD in the workplace, a controversial but not uncommon trend in the entrepreneurial enclave of Silicon Valley. Iterable notified employees Monday that the company's board had dismissed Justin Zhu, an alumnus of Google and Twitter who co-founded the San Francisco-based startup along with Andrew Boney in 2013. While the message to employees cited unspecified violations of company policy, Zhu told Bloomberg he was ousted for taking LSD, a drug that is still illegal in the U.S., before a meeting in 2019. The former chief executive said he was experimenting with microdosing, taking a low dosage of the drug, to boost his focus. Zhu has been replaced as chief executive by Boney, who wrote in an email to staff that his co-founder's behavior undermined the board's confidence in Justin's ability to lead the company going forward. And look, I, there has to be something else going on behind the scenes here. Everyone in Silicon Valley is microdosing. Yeah, as far as we're concerned, all tech bros throughout all time, but even before the term tech bro, yeah. got to where they are by doing some sort of psychedelic drug. Steve Jobs and Bill Gates both admitted doing LSD. Steve Jobs, like, I think credits LSD to the success of Apple. Yeah. Um, and if he was just microdosing it, which, is, as the article states, is extremely common in the tech world, and not even tech, just all startups, I guess, Yeah. Uh, it, and also pretty great in general, then uh, realistically, he wouldn't have been high at all. The entire point of microdosing is taking an amount so small that you don't trip at all. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So how would anyone have even known? Yeah, he was, either there's something else going on, or he was, like, just so bragging about it that People were, like, annoyed by it and just yeah. were looking for a reason to get yeah, rid of them. <laughs> he probably, yeah, they probably just didn't like him. They're like, well, how, what can we get him on? Like, oh, well, he's been taking illegal drugs every fucking day at the office. All right, cool. Uh, but he's been kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, sucks for him. But uh, we're sure that he has some sort of nice compensation package. And now he's free to trip all he wants. He can macro dose, yeah. as you will. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've heard great things. I, I tried uh, microdosing shrooms, uh, but... I don't know, like, like you, you don't get high, so it's like, yeah. I don't know if this is making me better or worse. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's at that point, it's it's like taking vitamins. You're like, I supposedly this is good for me, but how am I supposed to fucking know that? Yeah, even if it's a placebo. If the placebo works, then great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all for today's episode. Um, stay tuned. Coming soon, another episode of Tech News Day. But in the meantime, if you haven't watched the latest Weekly Weird News... Uh, which was... Uh, all about the Josh fight. All about the big Josh fight that actually happened. America's first wholesome battle royale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, also the most recent news <laughs> where we uh, spend a long time talking about the movie Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it yet, maybe don't watch it. But if you want to know our thoughts about Mortal Kombat, check that out and the new Weekly Weird. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.